Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome, gang. It's another rocking three hours of Positive Talk Radio. David Essel here with you. Of course, David Essel live every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, across these great United States of America. As a matter of fact, across the world, proud to be a part of the premier radio family, uh, XM Satellite Radio Channel 168, streaming live at talkdavid.com. It's all about positive news. It's all about moving ourselves ahead in life. We've got an amazing lineup. I mean amazing. We want to welcome aboard the 12 million XM subscribers and how many more across the Internet. Awesome to have you on board. Thank you for sharing some of your time, as you do every Saturday from 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Like I said, we've got this amazing show. I'm so fired up. Nick Walenda is back. Now, you know Nick Walenda, the guy that just walked across... Niagara Falls on a high wire, I was blown away watching him. And and you know what was so cool is because especially six weeks ago or so, we had Nick on the air talking about him getting ready to do this walk. So then to hang out and to watch him after talking to him and then having him back today, life couldn't get any better. We're going to be talking to him to get inspired about taking risks and more in life. Uh, Christina Carlisle, the author, uh, weight loss expert, is going to be on talking about utilizing the mind for weight loss. 70% of Americans are overweight or obese. We've got Christina coming on. Oh, my Lord, coming back, Pamela Bruner, the tapping expert. This is that woman that went from making $300 a month to a million dollars a year. And she's going to tell us how she did it by breaking belief systems using this process called tapping. And then Ty Jackson is going to be on later on in the show. He's the creator of those silicone bracelets that you see people wearing with with words on them like, I believe. Lance Armstrong started that whole push out, but Ty Jackson's taking it to a new level. We'll be talking to Ty um, about his program, his bracelets, his company coming up. Emails, of course, coming on, you know, about being late. We've got an email from a woman who's constantly late to everything. We'll talk about that. I don't know if we're going to get to this one today, but we might. Would you turn, if your sister was an escort, if your sister was an escort, would you turn her into the police? We've got one of our listeners who's in that bind. And then also, in response to the emails we've gotten in, uh, there's been a, a, a lawsuit that I, uh, we, I don't think we're going to be a part of it, but we're on the fringe of it uh, with Dr. Drew Pinsky. Now, I happen to love Dr. Drew Pinsky and all the work that he does. I really do. I think his work has been great. Love Lines, remember that, and, and then all the other work. But, but we've been getting all these. Forbes.com, ABC, NBC, Fox, The Daily Beast, all of these websites are running this program uh, or, or the information out there about David Essel alive. And I started getting slammed with emails going, you know, do you know anything about the lawsuit with Drew Pinsky? And I thought we were in the lawsuit somehow. It doesn't look like we are. But when we did an interview with Dr. Drew, and uh, it was a number of years ago, but I remember it, we were talking about orgasms and depression. And one of the uh, callers we had from the week before was a woman that had like 60 orgasms in a row. And Dr. Drew was referring to um, one of the things that could be uh, a reason for that is if you're on a specific anti-anxiety depression drug. And then it went later on, I guess what happened is the government got involved and uh, is suing Glaxo um, for having a hired gun 
I don't know all of the facts. That's what ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox has been telling me. Uh, and online, if you Google Dr. Drew Pinsky, David Essel, you'll see it's slammed. I just wish Dr. Drew the best. I, you know, I, I, I hope that everything's going to be okay. I'm not sure what's going to happen with both him and Glaxo, but I do remember the interview. Uh, and, of course, back then when we did the interview, we had no idea what might transpire. Who would, right? But, um, but you know, if there was some kind of a law broken, I'm sure that people will have to pay a penalty. On a personal note, I happen to like his work. We'll have to see what, what goes on. I am so happy to be with you. We Coming up, Nick Walenda. Nick Walenda is coming up in a couple minutes talking about his walk across Niagara Falls on a high line, on the high wire. 1-800-548-TALK. After these messages, we'll be coming back with you. 1-800-548-8255. Call us at any time to talk about whatever's on your mind. It's all about moving to that next level in life, mentally, spiritually, financially, relationship-wise. Whatever you want, we're going to help you get there. one 800 548-8255. I'm David Essel, rocking with you. Stay there. Dancing above Niagara Falls on a high wire. Oh, my Lord. David Essel in the box with you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Hey, call your friends. If, if, if you've got friends right now, call them up. Tell them to tune in to XM168. you got to hear this next interview with Nick Walenda. Uh, or they can listen via our website, talkdavid.com, if they don't yet have XM Satellite Radio. Tell them to go to talkdavid.com. I'm watching this guy. I, I'm in awe. I, I mentioned a little earlier it was so cool to interview Nick Walenda before his walk. Then to sit there and to watch him do it, I was absolutely blown away. Nick, welcome back. On again. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Was there any time, seriously, was there any time during that walk that there was a bit of a concern? You know, not not at all, to be honest, and that's where all the training and preparation and, of course, my life, being that I started when I was two, walking on a wire, all of that kind of kicked in. But, no, there was no point where I thought, oh, I'm going to lose my balance. Uh, again, I was yeah. confident going into it, but only confident because of the training leading up to it. Now, Nick, when we had you on before, we were trying to guesstimate the amount of time it would take. And, I, and back then, if I remember correctly, we thought it would be about 40 minutes. How long did it take you? It took me 26 minutes, uh, and we were, we were guesstimating between 30 and 40 minutes, and, uh, you know, adrenaline kicks in, and the excitement of being there. Uh, at one point, my father is talking to me the entire time in my ear, and I'm talking back, and he said, you know, they want you to slow down a little bit for TV purposes, and I said, well, I don't want to slow down. And, uh, you know, he said, well, you're in charge, so you do what you want to do. Right, 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 right. You know, there was a, there was a time, Nick, when you were going through that mist, and and if you looked at the bottom of the high wire, the rain was pouring off like a torrent right underneath your feet. If you look in your eyes, your eyes were squinting because the the water, the rain was hitting in your face, and there was no no thought back then at that time of of any like, oh my gosh, this is more difficult than I thought. 
No, you know, um, I'll talk about what was more difficult than I expected in a second. But, it, again, training, we trained in winds of – I've trained in winds up to 90-mile-an-hour uh, before, but we actually, for this event, trained in 50-mile-an-hour winds, as well as we had a fire truck that just hosed me down during during training right. to the point where it was much uh, much heavier than what I experienced out there in the middle of the falls. So I, I was pretty confident in my ability, again, back to training. The only thing that was unforeseen was the fact that whenever I do a walk like this or similar to this – I always have a, a solid point to focus on, whether it be the opposite end of the wire, whether it would be something in my peripheral mm. vision. There's always something solid, or looking down even, I can focus on something. Well, here, if I look down, there was churning waters. If I took to my, looked to my left and right, it was just mist, and if I looked straight ahead, it was just mist moving. So basically, it was like looking at wind, but you could actually see the wind because the wind was filled with mist. You could see it flying in front of me. So that one was, was pretty much pretty intimidating, just seeing the wind move. But then um, the fact that I had nothing to focus on, which is, again, the only unknown, unknown that I didn't know what to expect when I was out there, it was hard uh, because yeah. I'm, again, used to being able to focus on something that is solid and stable. Yeah. Now, I now Nick, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought I saw peeking out from from your 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 jacket that you wore a little David Esso Live XM T-shirt. Was, oh was yeah, that you know that... it. <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. Was was there you you talked before when they were interviewing you uh, on ABC? You talked about that harness thing being something new. Was there any part when you walked across it having that harness on you that was uncomfortable or distracting? Yeah, every bit of it, for sure. You know, uh, I've been walking a wire for 31 years since I was two years old, and never in my life had I worn a harness. Uh, the first time I tried even that harness and that, that tether that was behind me was actually the day before, and I didn't even try it on the same cable and didn't try it with a balancing pole. It was just like, I want to make sure it works, that it's not going to kill me, basically. Yeah. I know that sounds contrary to what anybody would think, but being that I've never worn one, I'm very comfortable with that one. And that was the only thing that was on my mind that was extremely concerning is as I passed over those pendulums, that it was going to get caught up and I was going to get stuck out there because of the harness. Um, so that was the only thing. If you know, People have asked me, what would you change? If you could change anything through the process of getting permission and all of the roadblocks that you went through and uh, all the government agencies and the rigging process and the walk itself, what would you change? Well, it would be the fact that I wore that tether. The reason why I wore that tether was because ABC was my biggest financial partner. They helped pay for this. To be honest, it's costing me money. Uh, I didn't make a penny off of that, nor did I care to. It was fulfilling a dream of mine. Uh, however, mm -hmm. that, that event cost me money. Well, ABC was picking up a large part of that cost. And uh, two weeks out, they demanded that I would wear a tether. And uh, reluctantly, I just, to be honest, didn't have a choice. And yeah. uh, I wore it. And, of course, everything was successful. And it didn't get caught up. But that was, that was my main concern. Right. Well, I remember when we talked, there was no tether speaking because we talked like six weeks before the event. But then, yeah. as what you were saying, when it hit the news and I'm reading online all the news reports about you having to wear that, it was it was obvious that you weren't happy with it. Yeah, it was really upsetting. You know, it's it's disheartening. I almost get a, a, a jump in my heart when I think about it. Like. The, even the photos, there's a two-page spread in Sports Illustrated this week that's unreal. And I see that tether, and it's like, oh, why did I have to wear that? But, yeah. again, when it came down to it, financially, I was I strapped. There was nothing I could do. I could have said goodbye to ABC. But, you know, uh, again, I don't think that it took away from the event, um, and I made it successfully without the thing getting in my way. Yeah. At the end of your walk, uh, your, young, your younger son 
looked look, and even in the beginning, he looked a little concerned. Was he really concerned about you? He was. You know, um, right before the walk, before they made their way to Canada, I gave him all a hug and a kiss. And uh, he is eleven. His name's Amadeus, and he started to cry. And yeah. he's watched me perform his entire life. And and as I was as they walked off, which was extremely hard for me to give him a kiss and say, mm. "Daddy, you'll be fine. Don't worry." I thought. Why is he crying? Normally he's goofing off, playing his Nintendo, you know, all of that. And I realized, I, I think is what it was, is at his age he cannot filter out the hype that goes into what I do. And mm. for this event, two years in the making, and every media outlet in the world saying how dangerous and how I could lose my life and how, you know, how uh, the mist could kill me in the wind and so on and so forth, that just really played into his mind. And in my mind, I hear that too. And it can play games with me, but I can filter it out and say, look, this is media. That's part of what they do. That's part of the... Of what I do is is the hype that leads up to it. Um, I'm ve- I'm very unique in my industry because I don't really play up on that hype a whole lot. I try to play it down, to be honest. Um, yeah. However, most people in our industry, you know, that walk was 1,550 feet across is what it ended up being with the platforms that ABC put up on each side and about 200 feet up. And you know, most of my competitors would say it was two miles long and 3,000 feet up. You know, that's just <laughs> the, the way that they work. I'm, I'm just a re- very realistic person, and I think what I do in itself is is hopefully inspiring enough to people that I don't have to exaggerate. Yeah. yeah. Now, at, at the end of it, did you get a chance to talk to Amadeus about his emotions, his feelings? What did he say after it was all over with? I did. You know, and that, that was what it was. It's just the fact that he, he all this played up and all of his classmates were saying, you know, your dad could die if he does this. And, you know, again, for the last couple of years and all that just played up and all that emotion just came out. He's very he's my most emotional out of the three kids. I have, I have a 14 year old, 11 uh, year old, which is Amadeus, and then a nine year old daughter. And the, the other two aren't very emotional, but he's the one that's really, really yeah. emotional. And uh, yeah. I think it just all caught up to him at that point. And they didn't show it out of respect for us. They didn't show that on the air of him crying and uh, me just consoling him and saying, look, everything is fine. Don't worry. You know, daddy's trained very hard for this and I'll see you on the other side. Hmm. You know, I, I am um, like you. I'm a, I'm a man of great faith. I was blown away, Nick. I mean, I was so happy, but I, w- I want to tell you this. I was blown away that ABC allowed to air so much of your talk to God and Christ across that 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 high wire. I was shocked that they allowed you and shocked in a good way that they yeah. allowed you to to go on. What was what was your thoughts on that? You know, it, it's I've, I've told I tell everybody in interviews, you know, they say, do you do you meditate? Do you how to prepare? Do you do yoga? No, I believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And I pray to him and I find my peace that passes all understanding from him. And that's just what I do is I pray to God or I sing worship songs. And that's what keeps me calm and peaceful in, in these times. And yeah. uh, I think everybody can relate to that uh, during stressful times, and, and that's where I find my peace. So they all knew they knew that was coming. Uh, I was surprised that my mic was open as much as it was, though. Um, but I, I've gotten letters from around the world of people being inspired to go back to church and people being just inspired by what I did, uh, that it's encouraged them to, to for, you know, pursue a dream that maybe they gave up on years ago, but now they're going to pursue it because of what I did and, and the process that I went through. It wasn't easy. It wasn't as though I went in and said, I'm one of the Walendas, we've got a long history, give me permission to walk across Niagara Falls. Not at all. You know, there was a lot of work changing two laws in two countries over 100 years old. Um, we had a lot of roadblocks, a lot of uh, stumbling blocks, but it was all about pursuing a dream. Mm. You know, it, it, I don't know if, if you've heard this comparison, but, you know, you and Tim Tebow are very similar. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
have heard it many times. Actually, I think Fox News was uh, a couple days after the walk. They were talking about the fact that they were surprised. Uh, they were actually upset. There were some religious groups that were upset that they didn't that they talked over me praising God as I was walking, oh. and they were saying the Tim Tebow of the tightrope is what uh, is what the headline. Oh, that's cute. So, but yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Well, I you know what I'll tell you. I, I watched the whole twenty six minutes of it plus the three and a half hours before Nick and everything else. <laughs> And um, and I'll tell you, you, they gave you plenty of time. I mean, they gave your praise worship tons of minutes on that, and 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 I th- and I thought I it was really great. Well, I'm sorry. I, I agree with that 100%. I think that they did an incredible job, and I yeah. think they were respectful to it, because they could have just muted my mic at that point, but they were respectful enough to keep it going, and, and they would. my dad would talk to me, which you didn't hear on headset, and say, Nick, uh, can the reporters talk to you? And, and I would say yes, and then they would come in. So I think they did yeah. an incredible job with it. Oh yeah, I I was tickled. I was tickled to death. Now your dad was now is is he always that low key? He is. He is. He's wow. just kind of laid back and calm and relaxed, and you know been around it most of his life as well. So he's uh, been through it all, and he's he's that uh, again. It was kind of cool because I was I was praying to my spiritual father while talking to my uh, my natural <laughs> father as well, and uh, you know the mixture between the three of us, and he he keeps me calm as well. Um, again, yeah. I trust his experience and his knowledge, and he oversaw the entire rigging process too. So I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. I can worry about just me being on the wire. And he, he, you know, he would say, you know, slow down a little. You're building a rhythm in the cable, that sort of thing. That was just, it's just consoling to me. Right. Now we have two minutes left. Um, first, before I forget, if ladies and gentlemen, go to Nick's website. It's nikwalenda.com. Nickwalenda.com. Nickwalenda.com. Go, go to his website. Check it out. Now, is the next big event the Grand Canyon? It is. It is. Uh, we have the permits already in place and actually meetings with uh, ABC next week uh, to mm. negotiate a contract, which it could be happening as soon as next summer from what we're hearing. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> a little now, sooner than now, I expected even. But, uh, yeah, you know, the, really, the ratings man. Were, we were very blessed with incredible ratings. It was the best uh, non-sport event, uh, TV event in the last six years. And in Canada, it was the number one viewed TV. Two out of three households were tuned in in the history of, of, of Canadian TV. That's how good the ratings were. That's that's incredible. That is incredible. Okay. A, t- we, a minute left now. Uh, share some inspirational tips for our listeners about going after their goals and dreams. You know, one thing I would say above all others was taught by my great-grandfather and passed on, and that was never give up. And I think it's so easy this day and age when we're facing these giants or these huge, cha- huge challenges to, to give up. You know, well, you know, they said no. Uh, in my instance, Canada said no right away. And I could have just given up, but instead I decided to continue to pursue it. I continued to pursue it in a professional manner. I didn't throw a fit. I didn't say, uh, well, this isn't fair and stomp my feet. I just continued to pursue it again, uh, keeping composure the entire time. And eventually they realized they respected the fact and saw that it was good for the area. In the end, I proved and got calls from both countries saying, we are so thrilled. Everything that you promised, you fulfilled. Every word that you gave. Mm you pulled mm. through on. As a matter of fact, the day after the event, I walked through the park myself picking up trash, not for any other reason other than that's who I am. Uh, there wasn't mm-hmm. about cameras. It wasn't about people being around. It was just about I wanted to make sure I left the park in the condition that I started. And I think it's no, important no. that people pursue their dreams and stay true to who you are no matter what. Uh, amazing tra- triumphs in my family, amazing triumphs in my life, and I always stay true and stay humble to who I am. I love it. Nick, thank you so much. We're going to get you back before the big Grand Canyon one. It was great to talk to you today, buddy. NickWalenda.com. NickWalenda.com. David Essel here. 
Coming back in just a couple minutes, weight loss and more. Stay there. Baby, no. Yeah, you baby. Back. You groovy, baby. In. Let's make a movie, baby. Time. Excuse me, baby. Let's. Yeah, you baby. Go. Oh, you groovy, baby. Back. Let's make a movie, baby. It's this worldwide. AGA. Reporting live. David Essel in the box with you every Saturday. Positive talk radio, baby. We're going to go from uh, the high wire with Nick Walenda over Niagara Falls. In just a couple minutes, we have Christina Carlisle coming up with us, uh, the author of the weight loss program, Mind Right, Body Tight. We'll be talking about weight loss from an individual perspective with Christina in just a minute. As you can tell, every Saturday, it's about moving yourself ahead in life. And do you know, ladies and gentlemen, that at any time, at any time in life, you can turn it around. If we're talking about building a deep love relationship, losing weight, going after a dream goal, reconnecting on your spiritual path, moving into a a new career, or even opening your own business. With the right support, with the right tools, you can turn life around at any minute. Since 1991, we've been giving away motivational tools to help people live the life they truly desire right now. And if you want some of these tools for free, because we do not charge for these, we haven't, we won't, we love giving this stuff away. When you join or opt in to our email list at talkdavid.com, number one, you're going to get a free meditation audio to help calm your mind to de-stress. That's one of the first gifts you're going to get. You're also going to get a motivational audio program, which is the three keys to manifesting your dreams right now. Action steps to change your life. And you'll also get a free five-week life coach program. All of this, every one of these tools from de-stressing with the meditation audio to maximizing your potential with the three keys, Uh, audio, and then the life coach goes on for five weeks. Once a week, you're going to get a new lesson. Just go to talkdavid.com. You'll see our email list, opt in, and you'll get all of this and more. Plus, every week, you're going to get an email from us, one, (laughs) just one email with the guest of the week who's coming up. Like, if you were a part of our email list, join the thousands who are there and get the free gifts. You'd know that Christina Carlisle, who's with us right now, getting your mind right, the secret to weight loss success would be on in about two seconds. (laughs) Christina, welcome to the program. Hi, David. How are you? Good. Well, we've been waiting a long time to do this, haven't we, honey? Uh, We have. I'm so excited to finally be on on the air with you. Good. How did you get into the weight loss business? How did you get into this whole personal fitness training, weight loss stuff? Well, I was always into health, and then life happened. I had a business. I had a boyfriend. I had a foster son. Like I had all these things, and my health kind of fell by the wayside, and then I lost all those things. I, lo- I left my fiancé. The foster child was taken from me, and my business crashed and burned. And I looked in the mirror, and I was like, what happened? And so I started to get put everything back together, but I found that it wasn't as easy as it was when I was in high school, when I was in college. And I'm like, what's going on? And try and try and try as I might to take the weight off. It wasn't coming off. So Hmm. I went crazy trying to figure out why. Like, why isn't there this one resource that teaches you how to take the fat off in the most effective way, what to eat, why you're eating it, how to eat it, how to exercise. And so I made it myself. It took me a year to put it all together, and I've been coaching and helping people lose weight ever since. 
Seventy percent of Americans are overweight. So there's a huge demand for you, Christina. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. And, you know, it's crazy. It's everybody should be taught how to lose weight. In high school, we're given a, a colorful food pyramid and a, a scale of the body, muscles and skeletal system. We're not taught what to eat about micronutrients, macronutrients, exercise, the metabolism. We're not taught how to calculate these things. It's very important to your success. Yeah. What do you think, if, if we could narrow it down, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. If you, if you could narrow it down to three keys, um, three the three of the most important reasons why people, why 70% of the United States of America is either overweight or obese, quickly, what do you think three of the most important reasons are why we have such a problem with obesity and, and, and being overweight? Well, the first thing is we're brainwashed on a regular basis to want the, the easy fix to get convenient food, fast food, cheap food, um, I can start tomorrow, things like that. So if you look at commercials for food, everybody's skinny, happy, healthy, smiling. And then when we eat those things, the second thing is, is sugar. Sugar and fat bi- biologically change our chemistry, and they can be addictive. So without knowing that, if you continue to reach for the soda or the sweet tea or the, or the burger, you're actually programming yourself to get on this cycle, which the overabundance of calories can, in conjunction with the mood-altering nutrients makes you chemically and physically dependent on these foods. The other thing is muscle. Like, you have to have muscle. And people, it's like muscle is use it or lose it. And if you don't exercise your muscle regularly, you're going to lose it. And muscle burns calories at rest. So if you're eating, and if you're eating just to get it together and just to make your life easier because it tastes good, because it feels good, because it's convenient and cheap, and then you're not exercising to continue to maintain your muscle mass, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. And not too many people know that. You know, you, you said something that's so crucial, Christina, for our audience to hear is that when we hear the word addiction and, you know, and, and I love working in addiction recovery. I've been in that field for 20 plus years. When we hear the word addiction, people don't ever want to look at their plate or what they're grabbing from the fast food place on a daily basis and say, you know, I might have an addiction to this wheat or this sugar or this caffeine or people don't want to say that, do they, honey? No, they don't. It's it's kind of like denial, denial right. bliss. And unfortunately, when you go and step on that scale and you say, oh, my gosh, how did this happen? Well, that's how. It's just a pattern of bad behaviors getting ingrained into your lifestyle that just take over. Mm. You and, and when we're talking about those foods, you know, those are mood, mind altering those, you know, the, the fat, the sugar, the, the simple carbs. I mean, it's like mainlining heroin. And that's it the is. truth. It is the truth. There was a study. I don't remember what it was, but I was at a seminar recently and this woman was speaking about the addictive properties of food. And there was this study where they put a hundred rats, a hundred different rats in a very confusing, very challenging maze, like a little like maze for these mice. And at the end of the maze were a hundred different foods, ranging from celery, rat food, all the way up to cheesecake, pizza, chips. So there's every different type of food with every different combination of nutrients. And every single mouse came out of that maze stressed out when they finally broke free. Every single mouse, every single rat, excuse me, 
went made a beeline for the high fat, high sugar foods. Wow. Every single one. Yes. And we are, you know what? We are little rats in a cage, aren't we, Christina? We are. <laughs> we really are. And that's the thing that like, you can go to the gym and be your little rat on your hamster wheel <laughs> running on the treadmill. But if you go and feed yourself with foods that provoke fat storage or can make your mind sedated, make your mood mm. spike, make your sugar spike, as soon as you mm. crash, you're going to go back for the high fat, high sugar foods or the alcohol to make yourself feel better. Right on. Right on. Hey, listen, we're talking to Christina Carlisle, weight, weight loss expert, uh, weight loss coach, personal trainer, nutritionist, and more. And before we go any further, because I want to make sure I get this out, let me give you her website. So as you're listening, write it down. If you want to listen and go visit it later, totally cool. MindRightBodyTight.com. Write that down. MindRightBodyTight.com bodytight.com for more information on everything we're talking about. Um, we've got about two minutes. We're going to go to a break. Christina, we're going to come back to you. In the next two minutes, can you share one success story of a client you worked with, what they were like when they came in and what they were like after working with you? Can you give us just one story right now? Sure. Um, I'm going I'm to change her name because I really respect people's privacy. Uh, let's call her Susie. Susie came to me. She had had two surgeries. She was on antidepressants. She was on all these painkillers. She was on a whole range of all these medications. And all the medications, she couldn't really move. She couldn't physically move. But all the medications were making her so depressed because, you know, painkillers, they affect your serotonin. Yes. She's grumpy and sedated. And also it was affecting her digestion. All of these things add weight to you. Because when she couldn't move either, so all these things were just kind of working together against her and her goals to lose weight. She wanted to lose, I believe, it was like 180 pounds. So mm. once she couldn't move, she couldn't exercise, which was fine. But she was also feeding herself sugar because she was depressed. So we altered her medications with the help of her doctor, and changed her diet. And I told her every time she wanted to reach for a cupcake, do something positive, and she's lost over 120 pounds. Wow, 120 yeah. pounds in how long? It was about six months. That's fast. Yes. That's huge. Very fast, yes. And is she exercising yet? Her hips have been giving her trouble. She actually went back in for surgery two weeks ago. Okay. So we're, we're being very wow. careful to monitor her progress with the, wow. and like her moods with the food, with the um, medication. But yes, she's... Yeah. She's my rock star. Very yeah, proud of her. That is so cool. Christina, hang in there. We're, we're talking to Christina Carlisle. We're going to go to a break. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk more about getting your mind right, the secret to weight loss success. Her website, mindrightbodytight.com, mindrightbodytight.com. Check out Christina's work. We'll come back and talk about what foods to eat, what foods not to eat. How do we make an individual program successful for us? More with Christina. Every Saturday, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, we rock with you across the United States of America. Proud to be part of the premier radio network, XM Satellite Radio Channel 168, streaming live at talkdavid.com absolutely free tell your friends stay right there
Radio Talk Show. David Estill alive every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, celebrating 21 years in talk radio. We welcome the 12 million XM satellite radio subscribers and everyone else around the world online. Welcome aboard. Nice to have you here. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-TALK. Talking with right now with uh, weight loss expert, author Christina Carlisle. Her program, Mind Right, Body Tight, looking at 70% of the United States of America citizens being overweight and or obese. Christina, the top foods to take out of our daily eating program would be what? Sugar. Number one is sugar. Number one, two, and three is sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. The top three. It's that damaging, isn't it? It's that. It's that damaging, yes. Obviously, saturated fat or highly processed foods that are high in fat would also be up there with sugar, but sugar is number one. It holds fat on you, and actually, it's because when you put any food in your mouth, Sugar will be the first thing to burn. So let's say your body needs 100 calories this hour just to keep you moving. And let's say you eat 300 calories for a snack and all of that sugar. That's going to be burned first. Since your body only needs 100, that 200 left over is going to be stored for something else. So the sugar is going to burn first and the protein is going to burn second. And the fat's going to burn last, if that makes sense. So whenever you eat sugar, yeah, whenever you eat sugar, the rest of the food is put on the back burner to be used for energy. The sugar will go first. You Uh, you know, a lot lot of people, you know, Christina, excuse me, a, a lot of people have no idea how much sugar they eat on a daily basis, do they? No. It's in everything, almost. It is. I mean, if yeah. if you look at ketchup, if you look at breads and oh, cereals are unbelievable. You know, those granola bars, quote unquote, that we, you know, because of the marketing packages, they look so healthy. They're about as, as healthy as a Snickers bar, aren't they? Right. It's just because something says low fat or no fat doesn't mean it's good for fat loss. If it has sugar in it, if it has saturated fats in it, mm-hmm. if it has a lot of refined carbohydrates in it, period, it's, it's terrible. I had a guy come up to me the other day with a, a na- all-natural, healthy, I say that in quote, using air quotes, healthy snack bar, and I'm like, it has sugar. And he's like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, check it out. It has like 29 grams of sugar. Wow. If you eat less than 40 grams of sugar a day, you will lose weight. Now, 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 let's talk about the mind, because that's part of your book, you know, mind right. How do people, we've got a couple minutes left, Christina, how do people get their mind right, wrapped around all the different information that we're sharing and that's out there today, in order to lose weight long term? Okay, well, mind right involves going back to zero. Just forget everything you've ever been taught about weight loss, and then, Getting your mind right involves being educated about what to eat, how to exercise properly to get the best results in the least amount of time. Because you have to work for you, your body type and your body style and your metabolism. Mind right also involves getting over that that little voice inside your head that says, it's okay, you had a long day, eat it. <laughs> or, you know, when you sit on the couch and you have your gym shoes on and your water ready to go, but you just 
can't seem to get yourself off the couch or you bought that infomercial gazelle thing and you put it together and it turns into a coat rack like you have to be able to get your mind right get educated learn how to self-motivate and get overcome those bad habits to keep you stuck i like that i like that hey give us another success story who who else have you worked with that's been successful with your program mind right body type um well that's the thing with my my program it doesn't matter if you want to lose weight or gain muscle so i have this guy i'll call him robert robert came to me to adjust his diet he was always very physically active and always in the gym that wasn't the problem he just didn't know what to eat so he's actually on on the home page of mindratebodytape.com i i just tweaked his diet a little bit with the help of the program it got him eating healthier foods because it's not just calories it's calorie quality Right. So I just had him shift to more quality calories, and he's all ripped up. You can see him on my homepage. <laughs> I love that. He's all yeah, he ripped up. Great. You know, he, he looks great, huh? Um, he looks now, great. now, do you do you believe in for the for the average person that wants to increase muscle uh, that that wants to decrease fat, increase muscle? Do you believe in a certain percentage of protein, carbohydrate, fats? Can you say like you know if someone wants to get on a really healthy program and if they added weight training that it should be thirty percent protein, forty percent uh, 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 fat, thirty percent carbohydrates? Do you have some type of number to throw out there? I do, but it depends on how lean you want to get. So I throw the ratios out because everybody's different. If you're the type of person who can eat meat, 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 and never gain weight, and you're the type of person who can look at a piece of pie and gain 10 pounds, like you obviously have a different body type. So I just say make your plate look a certain way because every, every ratio works differently for different people. So I have your plate. If you look at a plate, half of it should be a vegetable, a quarter of the plate should be a, um, a starchy, complex carb, and the other quarter should be a lean protein. Mm. And now, I, I tell you what, we've got a minute and a half left, Christina. Leave us with some tips. you got, you got a minute, 60 seconds of tips to help people who are listening right now get their diet, get their body in alignment. Okay. The first thing would be to eat less than 40 grams of sugar a day. Um Get, get at least 20 to 30 minutes of cardio at least four times a week and do some lightweight training at least three days a week. Um, also, you may want to take a look at your medications. Um, if you're on birth control, heart pressure or heart or blood pressure, excuse me, medications, just Google the side effects of medications you're taking because you'd be surprised how counter-effective they are when you're trying to lose weight. You know, so I've, I've seen sugar. Oh, oh, no, sugar, cardio, weight training, and check your meds. Right. I love it. Those are, I love those it. are my three right off the bat that I always start with. <laughs> okay. The uh, the website is mindrightbodytight.com, mindrightbodytight.com. Write that down, mindrightbodytight.com. Decide today, ladies and gentlemen, check out Christina's website. Decide today is the day. She said something earlier about, you know, coming home, you're tired, and you got the re- you know you have that whole reward system, which is obnoxious. We also have that other obnoxious thought process. You know what, David? It's Saturday. Let me wait till Monday. And I'm going to say no. Go to Christina's site right now. Rock and roll. Start it tonight. Christina, it's been a joy having you on the air, honey. Thank you so much, David. I loved it. It was an honor. <laughs> 
Good. We'll get you back, and we'll get more success stories. And you have a beautiful rest of your weekend, okay? You too. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye now. Hey, you know, when we, when we talk about making these decisions, I just said something a second ago, ladies and gentlemen, that I, I, I want to remind you of. Do it today. Make your decision today to change. Call us, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. If you're stuck and you go, I want to change, but I don't know how to do it, call us. We're here for you every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Our website, talkdavid.com.